0: Let's talk about electricity and the cost of electricity, particularly with the energy regulator saying power price increases of up to 24% next financial year. That means we'll pay an extra $300 on power bills as a result of the latest default market offer. the AER determining prices can't increase by more than 24%. The changes will affect households and businesses. Uh, in South Australia, in New South Wales, Southeast Queensland, Victoria's looking at up to 30%. I'm not sure why that's the case, but I think they're under a different kind of system over there but uh, federally the opposition's Ted O'Brien saying the government's cap on coal and gas prices just hasn't worked. This is a little bit of Mr O'Brien. The Labor
1: government promised the Australian people that they would reduce power prices. Since then prices have been going up by hundreds of dollars and now on the 1st of July they'll be going up hundreds more.
0: Let's have a chat with Energy Program Director at Grattan Institute, Tony Wood. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, man. So, why this increase? Why 24%? What's behind it? Just explain the, the goings on here.
1: Yeah, there's three or four things, and one of these is a little confusing, particularly with people in South Australia, because South Australia is often independent of the rest of the system. The main issues that are now flowing through to these price increases, and they're about 20% across. South Australia, Queensland, New South Wales. Victoria is a bit different for reasons that are a bit more complicated. But the main reasons for this are the uh, real big problems we've had with the coal-fired power stations, the fossil fuel plants. Um, and they. it's often the case that South Australia has been dependent upon the East Coast when the, you know, we don't have the good wind resource blowing that we have in South Australia. We've also had uh, issues to do with the gas, with gas prices, which have been very, very high. I'm sure many of your listeners will think something about that. And together with with that, that's meant that we've seen these price increases. Now, it was expected um, because it's been coming for quite some time. And, you know, in the draft determination, this was announced a few months ago, the treasurer at the federal treasurer talked about this. I think it's true to say that the federal government's uh, cap on prices has helped a little. They're not as bad as they would have been, but that's very little comfort for people who are looking at these increases. The only comfort that you can offer here, I think, Matthew, is that for people who are on concession arrangements in South Australia, this, this number of 24% does not include the energy relief package that the federal and state governments announced um, only a few weeks ago. And that will flow through um, and help offset the mat- significantly the increase for those people. But, of course, not everybody is in that situation.
0: All right. We, look, we keep hearing the war in Ukraine driving up gas prices. And yet here in Australia, we have so much gas. We, we float on the stuff. <laughs> it's amazing we haven't drifted around the world. We've got so much gas under under our feet, but um, that that supply obviously just can't affect the international price that we're subjected to.
1: No, look, I mean the problem is these things. When you've got you know the international situation has been so chaotic that even just having more more gas doesn't bring the price down because it put more gas at more at higher prices because mm. they're so desperate to get gas in in Europe, and um, that looks like it's going to continue for a while now. You know we can you know often Australia is in the advantage in a position where we do benefit from the fact we've got our own gas and we're cheaper than everybody else. And right now it's probably true to say that Australian gas prices are lower than they're paying in um, in, in Europe, for example, but again, that's not you know, much I understand that's not much comfort for people who are looking at these bill increases. The yeah. government you know, has got to decide what is they, they could obviously intervene dramatically in these export contracts, and that would be a very significant thing for any government. Labor or coalition to do, and they're trying to resist that. So as a result, you see this price cap, which is going to... They've now extended the price cap for the next three years, yeah. so at least we can be confident that we shouldn't see you know, any more increases like this. But again, you know, it's pretty obvious that an increase at that level only in a few weeks' time is going to be very painful for many people in South Australia.
0: And you look at the cap and you think, well, what's it done? If prices are going up 24%, what, would they have gone up 50 without it? <laughs>
1: Well, that was some. Some of your listeners may recall if they did, bother listening to Jim Chalmers when he gave a sort of initial, sort of a uh, intermediate budget uh, speech back in October, and they were talking price increases across two years of, almost, of over 50. Yeah, now, that, that was clearly just politically untenable, and the government had to intervene. The gas industry hates it. I was in Adelaide last week for the big uh, gas industry conference, mm. um, and they don't like the fact that the government put this price cap on their businesses, and they're suggesting that it's going to make life even more difficult for them. Now I have somewhat little sympathy for them yes. because many of them are making windfall profits out yeah. of what's going on at the moment. And that's why it was important for the government to intervene.
0: Yeah, all right. The $275, uh, bringing power prices down by that much that Anthony oh, Albanese ah. promised. Now, by the time that comes in, and from memory that's from 24 or 25 that that's meant to yeah. be delivered yeah. in, but that's only going to bring prices down to what they'll be in about two years' time.
1: Okay, yeah, if, you know, I wouldn't like to... Critic- I wouldn't like to, to strongly criticise this government, but I think one of the when people make forecasts like that, no matter how well-intended they yeah. are, and things change, you say, well, oh, why did we make that projection, right? So yeah. I've got no idea where that number came from when the government said we expect your power bill will be down. From when it was when the... You know, remember, this is when the Labor Party was in opposition. Yes. They said our, our policy is going to bring prices down. From where they were then, which is... You know, over 12 months ago now, to yeah. uh, 2025 by 275. I don't know where those numbers came from. I think those sort of projections from anybody, any government, are, are, are basically asking for trouble. And I think maybe they would regret it now. I don't know. They don't tell me those sorts of things, you, But um, it looks like a very uh, uh, very dangerous prediction to make. And, of course, if I was in opposition as Ted O'Brien is or Peter Dutton, of course I'd be holding the government to account for that because... Um, it looks like they're going to
0: go nowhere near the cheaper. Yeah, that. a gas reservation policy. Western Australia mm-hmm. was smart enough to put one in. We weren't here in South Australia back in the day. Or is is this for the federal government to do? Can the state government step in even now and say, "Well, look, we want to reserve X percent of our gas for the South Australian market, and uh, and it'll be priced accordingly." Can, can that happen? Well,
1: I guess it could. I mean, um, you've got. Relative, you know, these days um, South Australia does have control over some gas, yeah. uh, and but it even brings in gas from time to time from Victoria. The um, look, I think the, the way the reservation policy works is if you can reserve some volume of gas, then you've got to work out what the price is going to be. Yeah. And I think in 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 Western Australia, in the next year or two, they are going to be looking at some challenges because they're also some of their traditional sources of gas are running out, okay. and the new sources are going to be more expensive. So I'm very, I think what the government's done, the federal government, this price cap is virtually the equivalent of what you'd get if you had a, right. um, a reservation policy. Okay.
0: All right, that's interesting. Uh, the um, the whole issue, and, and it comes down, as you alluded earlier, gas is used to drive turbines, and because gas is so expensive, <laughs> therefore 24% up on electricity.
1: Yep. In basically. a nutshell, and, and, yeah. And And also, we do get... We are effectively, in South Australia, dependent from time to time on coal-fired power, and that was a big, big issue in the middle of last year. Yeah.
0: Should we have closed the coal-fired power stations that we have closed in the last 10 years or so?
1: Oh, look, um, I think there's no doubt that we are behind where we should have been in the transition to low emissions. I think South Australia, in many ways, has been at the bleeding edge and sometimes it's a great place to be and sometimes it feels pretty scary. But you can't... There's always a... What you can't do is do it too quickly because we do need to maintain a reliable system. And, you know, South Australians know this more than anybody because of the statewide blackout Mm. And this wasn't caused by the, the transition to renewal, but we know that uh, this, these systems um, are getting old and um, the transition is never was never going to be smooth and simple and every now and again you see the consequences of that so um, we're in a situation now where we, you know we've got bipartisan support to the long term direction um, we've got quite, you know, strong commitments to emissions reduction targets at the state and federal level and doing that at a Measured basically, even just seen like for example the interconnector between South Australia and New South Wales, yeah. or New South Wales, which are, which will help reliability, but I'm not sure that's going to help price all that much most of the time. So this is going to be you know this transition is not simple. I just see New South Wales if they're, they're going to need another ten billion dollars for some of their renewable energy wow. connection. So there's some you know it's amazing how ten billion dollars can just roll off the tongue of these days. Yeah,
0: it's incredible, uh, t- Tony. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Matthew. Tony Wood there, Energy Program <laughs> Director at the Grattan Institute.